Welcome to Tales of an Outdoor Rider. I'm Mark Freeman, outdoor rider for the Mail Tribune and host of Oregon Outdoors on KTBL Channel 10 as well as the Rosebud Media website. I'm here as normal with Jamie Lush, outdoor photographer extraordinaire with the Mail Tribune. We're at upstairs bar at Four Daughters Irish Pub, having some suds and talking about the outdoors. Now, one of the things that's been really on our plate this past week or so is uh, something that's not necessarily top cuisine for uh, most people who listen to our, our podcast. Uh, it's roadkill. So last year, the uh, Oregon legislature uh, passed a bill that allows people to salvage roadkill for human consumption, specifically deer and elk. Um, Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife put the, the guts of the... Uh, program together and it went live January 1st and it's been uh, well let's just say it's been an interesting sidelight to uh, what we've been normally doing covering fishing and and snow skiing and all this kind of stuff we've been doing during the winter sports yeah it's definitely my first uh, well actually it's not my first roadkill story oh, yeah? Yeah? I've done a couple with you leading up to this yeah. one <laughs> well I've been writing this story gosh dating pretty much my whole career here and there have been bills in the legislature almost every session to try to get uh, allow people to bring home roadkill because there's belief that there's all this wasted meat out there and really you got to think there's some got to have been some truth to it I mean there's at least 6,000 roadkill reported to the Oregon Department of uh, Transportation annually and you know a lot of them deer and elk these bills never had any traction they, they never passed they never really went anywhere until uh, this guy from outside of Ben named um, Senator Bill Hansel, he's a Republican, he uh, pushed through this bill this past session. I wrote a lot about it, and I love writing about these things because there's just tons of puns. <laughs> we even called this guy Roadkill Bill Hensel, and I wrote this one story about him and uh, with, that his bill was going through the legislature and had a chance to pass, and it had like 10 or 11 roadkill puns in it. And he actually called me up after he read it, and he thought it was just the most awesome stories ever read Anybody? didn't you start the podcast off with we got a lot on our plate this week yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so and he, he said you know if this gets passed he's going to frame a copy of the bill next to a copy of that story then i called him roadkill bill and he just thought that was just so cool but he called i thought he was gonna he's gonna chew me out for making fun of this bill but so to speak chew me out <laughs> oh they keep on coming they I'm just keep sure on coming it, man. they just keep on coming you know, my favorites, uh, bumper crop, I've always liked grill to grill, uh, roadside dining, dinner by the headlights, lots of them, meals under wheels, dent to dine, I got nothing, forever. you're the writer. <laughs> it, 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 funny, I, and I post these things on like Facebook, list to the story, and I'll write in there, um, how many puns can you find in the story? And people will all read it and they'll weigh in and they'll be like, some will only find six, some will be nine, and there'll be this kind of argument about which ones were the differences between six and nine it was pretty funny yeah so the thing goes live january 1st and it's um it's it's really weird that you can if you hit a deer and kill it you can take it home but you can't gut it near this road or anything like that it can only be deer and an elk uh, the, the no gutting on the road is so you don't create gut piles that uh, attract more animals to the road so it makes sense um there's, there's no limit on what you think is good enough for you. Uh, if you hit the deer, there's no first come, first serve, as we've said in the past. 
that uh, anybody can claim a hit deer. You don't have to see it hit. You can just find it on the roadway. You just can't trespass to get it. If you hit a deer and wound it, the only person who's allowed to shoot it and keep it is the driver. And that's based on a different state law. Hmm, interesting. And, yeah, it has to be reported right away to the state police. Uh, other than that, uh, and the law spe- specifies that, you, you know, they can't hold the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife for anybody responsible for you getting sick. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, the thing started January 1st. So at the end of, uh, end of the month, I pulled out the reports for it. So the deal is, is you hit a deer elk, you uh, have to call or go on the ODFW website and get, print yourself a free permit. And you have to put in all the information about who you are, contact information, where you hit it, what it is. And then within five business days, you have to take the head down to an ODFW office so they can verify the sex and um, type of animal and you have to surrender their heads so you're not allowed to keep any antlers. Oh, geez, it's a fair amount of effort to pull it off, huh? Yeah, yeah. If you want, you want, you want a nod. Some free rope kill, you're going <laughs> to jump through the hoops, huh? <laughs> well, funny thing is, 96 people jumped through the hoops in, the, in January. Um, 18 of these people took a roadkill of a, a deer elk that they hit themselves. Four saw someone else do it and picked it up. And the other 74 were picked up off the side of the road. And it's totally sketchy stuff. It's like, oh, I was talking to Colin Gillen. He's the ODFW state veterinarian. He's like, if you don't know the history of that animal, you know, you're really taking your chances in your hands. If you don't know what's happened inside, you know, uh, the internal organs be ruptured and even all nasty stuff can happen to that meat. And that's why the state of Oregon has resisted this for so many decades. It's really kind of can be a health issue that there are, there's a lot of nasty stuff uh, just with meat off the side of the road. And, and like you said, if you don't know the history of it, you don't know what's going on inside that animal. It's, and getting hit by a 2,000-pound car isn't the same as dying from an arrow or a bullet shot. So what we did this week is went out and I just called a whole bunch of these guys. Um, seven of them were from the Rogue Valley, and, and most of them wanted to talk. Uh, some of them were kind of embarrassed about it and did just like, go away, man. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see why. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well... <clears throat> Who doesn't want to tell their roadkill story? Yeah, I guess I'm a little, well, I'm not embarrassed to say, but I've got my own roadkill story. We, uh, Growing up, we had a cabin um, on the Elk River in Port Orford, and it's a, definitely a kind of a backwoodsy part of Oregon. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> some, some good old boys back that way. <laughs> We'd made friends with some of the locals, and I think it was, I think I was probably 18, 17, and we were driving around, I think, after a party or something like that, and we, uh, we hit it. A little sporkin horn and we hit it it was just a suicide little deer I think it buried its head under the tire we hit it just square in the head Wow completely fine so we didn't really know what to do but a few of the backwoodsy type that were along for the ride knew exactly what to do they, <laughs> <laughs> they said you boys uh, give us a few beers we'll show you what to do with that there roadkill with that, <laughs> that deer and so we did we threw it in the back of the truck and we took it back to the cabin and uh, gutted it up and hung it up and cured it and did did the whole works with it <laughs> it, it was pretty awesome <laughs> well, you're lucky the statute limitations is probably over on yeah, that yeah well i was uh, just a, just a, a young buck so we weren't really thinking about the law at that point <laughs> that's nasty <laughs> well we hit it right in the head it was fine it's not the only deer you hit in the head you hit what deer in my truck yeah that's probably it for another story for another uh, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. well the dent's still there yeah so we called a bunch of these guys, and we've got this one guy. 
up in uh, Trail. He's going to cook uh, some roadkill for us for, for the story. So we also need to shoot a video to go with the story on Rosebud at MailTribune.com. And uh, he's like, well, are you going to eat some? And I'm like, well, I guess I kind of have to being the host of the show. <laughs> I think you secretly wanted to eat it. Oh, I never have. And uh, Vicki Aldous, who sits, she's a health and a county reporter, and she sits next to me and she sent me this email about all the reasons why I shouldn't eat roadkill and how it could put a worm in my brain and all this kind of stuff. And and uh, I'm like, well, you know, I got to do it. So we went out to this guy's house and he cooked up the back straps. And this was a deer he found on the side of Highway 62 outside of Shady Cove, uh, January 3rd. So he was actually the first guy in, in the Rogue Valley to uh, legally claim a roadkill deer. So was, he uh, was gonna cook some for us, so we go up there and he, uh, he cooks some backstraps for lunch and uh, he cooks it real good, like 45 minutes at 40 degrees, Make 400 sure degrees. Overcooks degrees. it a little bit, yeah, yeah. safety factor. And he's got his wife and these two little kids, he had his three-year-old daughter there with him, with us, and uh, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take, eat at least one piece. and. You wouldn't. Yeah, well, I just had a big lunch. Yeah, but that's... that's <laughs> I've seen you eat. You can eat after an hour. What can I say? I just wasn't that down. <laughs> <laughs> so he's feeding this to his three-year-old daughter and all this. And, and uh, yeah, took a bite. And it tasted like overdone jerky. And I said that in the video. You can watch it at MailTribune.com. Uh, it'll be on there as of... Sunday, February 10th. And, yeah, it was kind of... Yeah, How did, many bites did you take, by just, the way? Just one bite. <laughs> That's right. And four, five, six chews, <laughs> one bite. But, you know, it's just like... It's a thing that... Things that I do for you people. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating it up. Oh, look, that another pun. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then it was like... And I get back to the office and everybody's waiting for me to get sick. I hadn't eaten anything all day before that, and it was a little, you know, that big, like a chunk of red meat after you haven't eaten all day, and this is like, what was that, one o'clock? And I was feeling a little kind of weird, but, and... Tough that, to say if it was your imagination. Uh, <laughs> no, you get a little, you start getting, thinking about it, yeah. and, you know, but I survived. No hot meat sweats that night, no, uh, no worms so far in my brain, but I guess it'd be a but take a little while to incubate it. Apparently. <laughs> it can still be uh, festering. It'll be hard hard to tell if there really is one in there or not. So apparently, Oregon's new Meals Under Wheels program is here to stay. <laughs> one more for you. Well, I think I'm out of puns, so I think it's time to say goodbye. That's what we got for you guys today. If you like it, share it with your friends, and if you don't, share it with your enemies. Either way, you can always come down to Fort Otters and buy me a beer. We'll see you outside. <laughs>